a Tricky Kid Media original presentation distributed by iHeartRadio. Hey, all you fans, marks, smarks, jobbers, cheerers, and jeerers. Get ready for an exciting bout of no-holds-barred fun. I'm Dana French, and this is Wrestling. Welcome to an exciting addition to the Tricky Kid Radio Podcast Network, where we take on all corners in the world of professional wrestling. We will be talking with legends from the past, the best talent of today, and rising stars of the future. Don't miss weekly post-show analysis, guest commentary, and live remotes from the matches with your host, a veteran of calling the action ringside, Roy Turner. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to this edition of This Is Wrestling. I'm your host, as always, Roy Turner. Hey, we're going to be talking about Impact Wrestling's Lone Star Stampede 2022, which took place over two nights right here in Dallas, Texas, at what we used to call the Bomb Factory. They just call it the Factory now, I guess, in an era of woke, which uh, we are supportive of, but uh, to us, it will always will be the Bomb Factory. Got some great guests. Uh, of course, you know him as the WWE sign guy. He's that you know that tall guy with the red hat and the work shirt that's always... And then that old guy who kind of looks like Gandalf that's always with him. His name is Scott. I, Rick and Scott, I called them the Steiner, the other Steiner brothers. They're here to, uh, to discuss it. We all went to the show together. They're great friends of mine. And so great to welcome them this week. Uh, I wanted to disclaim a couple of things and also plug something else as well. I hope that you are already subscribing to Tricky Kid TV. That's just type in uh, youtube.com slash C slash Tricky Kid TV. And it'll come on right up. Because the reason why is this is what, how this thing started was, was I invited Scott and Rick to come over to celebrate the 30th anniversary of what I feel is the greatest WWE Royal Rumble of all time, the 1992 edition. And people that grew up with that and that are my age, of course, you remember this is the one where Ric Flair came in at number three and with a tear in his eye and it ain't fair to Flair. It's just a great, great event. And it's just one of those great moments like for me, like WrestleMania three with Hogan and the Giant. It's just, it just it's in my DNA. And I hadn't seen it in over like 20 years, maybe even longer. And I, it was one of the few VHS tapes I had as a kid. So whenever I was, I don't know why, if I was sick, which is rare, if I was home or just whatever, I put that in. And I, God, I watched it over and over and over again. So I thought, man, you know, the 30th anniversary, and we're doing this whole, you know, 30th anniversary cross-pollination thing across all of our shows for 1992. We'll have a great series coming out on Tricky Kid Radio. Hope you're subscribing. Make sure you're tuning in on iHeartRadio or Spotify, the Google Play Store, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your your, your uh, podcasts. Just type in Tricky Kid Media or whatever to all come up or just This Is Wrestling, Tricky Kid Radio, In The Mix, After Dark. There's a We have a whole plethora of great programming. And again, the video version, of course, is on our regular Tricky Kid TV. And so anyway, I tell you that because so I had them over. So we were going to do, I've, I've had the most <laughs> fuck all luck uh, the last couple of weeks with our Twitch stream. Um. I was just talking about on our After Dark program how we had we were having some troubles. So actually, technically, right now, our Twitch stream is actually suspended for until till Wednesday. The uh, what is Wednesday? The 
I guess that's the 14th, I guess. So anyway, um, so we had them over and we we did it. We had a great time. And that's all that fucking matters. I mean, I mean, you know, do you re are you remiss that you didn't live stream your Super Bowl party in, in, in you know, in 85? You're not, you know, you, you know, there has to be a time where like, you know, Reminds me of the Warren Beatty quote from the uh, Madonna movie Trick or Dare, was like, you know, why would you, why would you do anything if it wasn't on camera or for, you know, on stage? So the fact is that we had a great time. That's all that matters. But I wish I would, I could bring that to you. But Twitch saw it in their infinite wisdom to mute it, and I should have recorded it externally, and I didn't. So that's on us. Anyway, but what we did get to before then was that we did chat. <coughs> excuse me about Lone Star Stampede night one uh, and we were going to do night two uh, that did not happen so anyway so I can't wait for you guys to hear my conversation uh, our conversation I should say with what I call uh, the Steiner Brothers and um, so let's go ahead and we're going to take a quick break and we'll get right back uh, to it with WWE sign guy Rick Ackberger discussing along with Scott Bama and of course me, Roy Turner. Uh, I also wanted to tell you that TSW Wrestling is still alive and well. We didn't we did end up having to postpone our September the 10th event, but we are coming back loud and proud this December and we'll have dates for you. Make sure you tune into this show and stay tuned for that. Hey, what's up? This is Rick Ockberger, the WWE sign guy. Oh my lord! All right, so we're back here, and I'm ready to, for you guys to hear uh, our three-way ch chat there about night one. It was kind of funny. I was right when I got there, I, I sat down, and I was a little bit late. I have small children, and, and so I. I uh, but thankfully, I so I, I got there right when the OGK, of course, Mike Bennett and Matt Taven versus the Good Brothers for the Impact Tag Titles. And it was a guy next to me, and I just happened to look over like you do, and and I recognized kind of his voice. And I said, hey, man, where do I know you from? And if I just looked down, this would have given it away. You'll see what I'm getting at. But I said, hey, man, where do I know you from? And he goes, oh, probably Tiger King. And I looked over, and I was like, oh, okay. I looked down, and remember in Tiger King, there was a guy that was a former zookeeper, and he seemed to be the only one with a level head at all, but he was the one who had lost his legs. A lot of people think it happened like the other person, like you know, like a, a tiger or a lion ate his legs, but I think it actually happened in a bungee jumping incident. His name was John Rinky, and he was the nicest dude, man, and, and we ended up hanging out for, for most of the evening and I even in, invited him to again the September 10th uh, gig unfortunately we had to postpone but if you come out to TSW soon here in Dallas Fort Worth area you probably will see John at one of our events so anyway great 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 to meet you John and I hope to see you at one of our events uh, coming up very soon and uh, and again of course we we walk you through uh, the other uh, five matches uh, from the evening. I think they got four shows out of it, so there might be some spoilers here. So forgive us and, uh, for that, and we want to give you that that warning now. But anyway, here is, uh, of course, my conversation with Rick and Scott, the other Stunner Brothers, and we'll be back uh, after this with night two. Is uh, again to my left. The voice you're going to hear is my friend Rick Ackberger, the WWE sign guy. To my right is Scott Bama. Uh, say hello, gentlemen. 
Hello, gentlemen. How you doing? <laughs> so that one, this is probably when I got there, was the OGK, <laughs> Mike Bennett and Matt Taven, that, uh, was versus the Good Brothers uh, for the Impact Tag Team title. Scott, let's start, start with you. What do you think of this match? Yeah, I love both teams, uh, especially Mike Bennett, and Good Brothers are great. And uh, it was a good match. Yeah. You know. Rick? Yeah, it, uh, solid. I mean, you're always going to get a solid match out of the Good Brothers. It's... Uh, it's something I, I I've rarely seen them lose, uh, especially when they've uh, went on to Impact. I knew this would be a good match. Um, uh, so Doc came out with, uh, and I tried to look up on Google what it was called, but he's got one of those rat tail beards, right? <laughs> and I don't know, you call that a rat tail? I think in the back you do, but I wasn't sure. Um, so I wanted to find these huge clown scissors to cut the rat tail, uh, but you know, I'm going to Party City, I'm going this and that. I know this isn't about the match, I don't care. So I'm trying to make this sign that hey, I want to trim your rat tail or whatever. Right. I decided to make, make one on my own, a big thing of scissors, and it was flopping around, and I don't know, it was horrible. But the guys were so focused that they barely even looked over and they're just they just kind of shook their head no and <laughs> focused on the match okay. and that's how it is pretty much well, I, when it's tv well i know yeah. because i i again i felt bad but i i, I, I ignored your i didn't purposely ignore your sign at our tsw event but first of all i wasn't wearing my glasses i i had teddy long in my ear i'm walking i'm counting i'm really looking at my feet not to trip i'm counting the steps before i have to get back and but but there's so many things going on. There's so much going on. Well, it's so cool though. But if you watched, as I mentioned earlier, episode seven, uh, I don't know, maybe it's episode eight, you can see what we're talking about because the camera followed Bob over there. And remember how Bob, you know, paid attention to your to the sign and all that. Oh yeah, yeah like the. So yeah. I didn't mean to no sell it, but well, it is no, I, it. I, the thing is, hey man, uh, uh, you know, I have some of the talent come over and say, hey, if you make a sign for me tomorrow, you. You know, I'll get you on TV. That's what I was saying too. I, I I don't care. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I I want you to see it, or I want the talent to see it and laugh. Yeah. Or the crew to laugh, or something like right, that. Sure, sure. So that was it's the same situation. And, and Mike Bennett's awesome. Well, I mean, we saw him last night. And but uh, okay, because yeah. that's what, why yeah. you guys wanted that whole thing. So, but that's what I mean. Too, is that these are the stories we want to hear. Anybody can can Google who won the match. We want to put you there because we we yeah, were it was a good match. We want to put yeah. you there. You know. And so you mentioned last night, so there was a, a local event here called for, for Pale Pro or something like this, and it, it's, like a, it's like a Christian uh, uh, kind of base kind of thing, and, uh, uh, and, and Chandler Hopkins, is that, is that the, the main, is that who their champion is? That's the champ, yes. Right, okay. And he is somebody that also would probably would enjoy a Boston beer as well. But, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so, so Mike Bennett was part of that. How was that last night? Show was real good. So I mean, you, 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 when you came in, you were raving. You said it was yeah. one of the best I mean, shows you've ever seen. Supposedly, they've been doing shows for a couple of years. We we didn't know about it. We've heard about it. I mean, so from so many people yeah. since so, they're they're local. You, you have to go. You have to go. Yeah. You have to yeah. go. I don't know why we have it, but uh, and where was the show at? 
Uh, was it Arlington? Arlington. It's a, where the PW for us. It's a bit of a drive, okay. but no, it was like at a prep school gymnasium. Okay, okay. So. It's not that bingo hall that Colum that's a Columbus. No, it wasn't there. Yeah. You were talking about. No, right? we've been to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a bunch of times. Too, yeah, but uh, it was a pretty good crowd. Well, yeah, you know, well, that's it was good. a lot of fun. Yeah. Good for them. You yeah. know, I, I said they actually contacted me um, back in January about doing some some commentating for them. Okay. And but I was already uh, uh, signed up with TSW, uh, and uh, and also I worship the fucking devil. So I don't think you know it's, it's probably not a it's probably not a good match for me. Well, no, if you walked in, you'd burst into flames. Uh, yeah, so you, you couldn't right, right. You work so, anyway for so. my own purpose. Yeah. The preservation here. Uh, okay, so but that was right when I got there. And of course, you know Mike Bennett. Oh, he's a ready babe. Oh, look who's here. You got oh sweetheart. I love you so much. Thank you. Bring it on in, darling. Bring it on in. Thank you, my love. Thank you. Going through here just a little bit. That'll be the cool for a second. Anyway. Everything but talent. I know, right? <laughs> so the match. So uh, let's not forget. Of course, Mike Bennett's better have one of my all-time favorites. So great to see her. I think. I think she is exactly also why I watch wrestling. I think Maria Canales. She's gorgeous. She's talented. She's spirited, and you just can't take her out. Not just because she's so good looking. She's just so damn magnetic. She's a star. A star is a star. You know, when people ask you what kind of music you like, I always say, a hit's a hit, man. It doesn't matter what, you know, what, what genre it is. That's great. That's exactly what she is. Yeah. You're correct. Yeah. She's a total star. Yeah. And so nice. And the, the coolest, man. Like, every time I've ever have, have chatted with her, it's always been a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, next is now, is this pronounced Masha Slamabitch? Like, <laughs> Masha Al Slamabitch? Oh! I don't think there's a B in there. No, okay, it's a V. It's Masha Slamovich, who I think is actually local here, I think. Really? Uh, oh, I didn't she, know that. She was, I, I could be incorrect, though. I could be incorrect. Um, but I, I think so. I think that she, there's, there's some, despite hmm. her Russian uh, uh, get up there, uh, she faced Diana Perrazzo uh, to earn a knockout style shot. Correct. I loved your sign that night, and not just because <laughs> I was... You had a lot to do with I it. I had a little to do with it. Well, why don't you tell them what we're talking about? Uh... I guess it was after when Impact was here in Dallas in January that um, usually after a show they have a couple of the talent come out and maybe get a picture, sign some autographs, do a meet and greet, right. uh, do a meet and, greet. and she, love her, yeah, she so nice. left and came up and wanted to talk to me and said, Oh my God! I've watched you ever since I was a kid, and it's so great. My brother and I, and yeah. so sweet, so yeah. nice. Um, during that exchange, you were so nice to take a picture of her and I talking, right, just right. like in a corner, a very private moment. And you took a picture. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't. No, private. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Right. But it was awesome. Yeah. And you sent it to me. And I'm like, oh, how cool. Well, I thought that's something you would like to have. And then she came over. Yeah. I had met her a little bit before that. So when she came over and saw us us talking as well, yeah. she came over and wanted to talk to you. And I was like, oh, this will be cool. And I took the picture. And then I did leave you guys to it. So I Oh, that, it, it, it was wonderful. She's a, she's a sweetheart. I'm, I, her wedding is coming up. I hope I'm invited. Who's, no, there's, there's no way. Who's she married? I don't know the gentleman's name at this point, right. but I had sign ideas for that. I was <laughs> thinking about all that, but, um, but, but the sign you had at the show. The, the sign I had the show was well, picture, was a picture that you took, and it was me talking to her, and then I, I blew it up about this big, and then had like a bubble of what you thinking. When will she stop talking? 
or, or, or can you stop talking? Or yeah, can you please stop talking? Yeah, yeah. That's great. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was so awesome. I, I don't know if she liked it or not. I don't know. But, 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 but she was, was she a face in January? Because she's a heel now. I think she was working. She was a face. Yeah. She was champion. Yeah. 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 Right? Right. So. Uh, and then, uh, speaking of which, then Mickey James came out oh. and made this great uh, speech. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she seemed to have. I didn't even ask her after the match because it's been, we took another picture that evening. Yeah. And she seemed to be missing some of her wardrobe that, that evening. Oh, oh yeah. Well, uh, I guess on Twitter and whatever social media, she's been building up this thing of mm, might be done and might be done and might be done. And I'm like, oh man. So I made a sign that said, "Thank you, thank you, Mickey." She is a, just a huge, huge, uh, wonderful person, oh, sweetheart. Yes. Totally. But, uh, and please, extremely attractive, uh, just amazing. Uh, but she had, oh. Hey, keep going. I, I, I don't see it. Say hello to the camera. She, she was wearing a very nice blazer with things. And I said, how oh, did you forget your top? Oh. Yeah, the right center just walked in. <laughs> right? I know. Uh, hey. yeah, yeah. But no, I, I'm messing with her. And right, she's... She was so awesome, and so she's the coolest. Please, and then and you took just a wonderful picture of, of her and I giving a you know a friendship hug, and it brought a tear to my eye. Well, I'm glad, it was, it was very nice. Are important, you know. I, mean, I, mean, I guess yeah. When you look back and go, wow. But you had some. You guys, we've all had so many these types of great moments. We've had a lot of great moments, yeah. And I wish that I had somebody. You know, you know, whenever, with, I, yeah. whenever I'm at poolside with, uh, with, with Dallas, I would have, you know, I would have loved for somebody else to have, have yeah. you, do you know what I mean? You know, and yeah. so, uh, but I thought that was really, really cool. And then I was a bit surprised that she actually came out and did, hey, Lizzie, Lizzie, is that a Metallica? Is that a Metallica? Yay! <laughs> Born metalhead, man. A born, I'm not kidding. A born metalhead. Well, I'm sure you haven't influenced or uh, headphones, you know, while the baby's cooking or anything. Like, yeah, I'm sure there's none of that. Yeah. Um, but she faced, and I think I think maybe this is where I could be getting confused. There is a, there is a girl who, who performs as how am I pronounce this? High in H Y A N. I thought she looked great in the ring. We got two minutes till seven. I don't know if, 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 if that'll bother. Okay, yeah. Sorry. So and, and thank you because we're going to go ahead and. Hey all you fans, marks, smarks, jobbers, cheerers, and jeerers. Get ready for an exciting bout of no-holds-barred fun. I'm Dana French, and this is Wrestling. Welcome to an exciting addition to the Tricky Kid Radio Podcast Network, where we take on all corners in the world of professional wrestling. We will be talking with legends from the past, the best talent of today, and rising stars of the future. Don't miss weekly post-show analysis, guest commentary, and live remotes from the matches with your host, a veteran of calling the action ringside, Roy Turner. While we take a short commercial break, you should too from trying to get yourself over, and since you're listening to this, you probably have disposable income, so let our great sponsors tell you how to put it to good use. Now, back to the action. Ring the bell. That does it for us this week. We hope you had a slamming good time, and be sure to join us next week for more in-ring action. Hey all you fans, marks, smarks, jobbers, cheerers, and jeerers. Get ready for an exciting bout of no-holds-barred fun. I'm Dana French, and this is Wrestling. 
Welcome to an exciting addition to the Tricky Kid Radio Podcast Network, where we take on all corners in the world of professional wrestling. We will be talking with legends from the past, the best talent of today, and rising stars of the future. Don't miss weekly post-show analysis, guest commentary, and live remotes from the matches with your host, a veteran of calling the action ringside, Roy Turner. While we take a short commercial break, you should too from trying to get yourself over. And since you're listening to this, you probably have disposable income. So let our sponsors tell you how to put it to good use. Now, back to the action. Ring the bell. That does it for us this week. We hope you had a slamming good time, and be sure to join us next week for more in-ring action. Don't miss weekly post-show analysis, guest commentary, and live remotes from the matches with your host, a veteran of calling the action ringside, Roy Turner. While we take a short commercial break, you should too from trying to get yourself over. And since you're listening to this, you probably have disposable income, so let our sponsors tell you how to put it to good use. Hey all you fans, marks, smarks, jobbers, cheerers, and jeerers, get ready for an exciting bout of no-holds-barred fun. I'm Dana French, and this is Wrestling. All right, on to night two now of the Lone Star Stampede from Impact Wrestling that was a taping here in Dallas, Texas. Um, in the last week of August here in 2022, I hope everybody's having a great, great summer. Uh, so before the impact, it's kind of like a pre-show, uh, Giselle Shaw, um, faced Hyen. And Giselle Shaw is interesting because, uh, she's a transgender, uh, wrestler from the Philippines where my wife is from. And I thought, you know, there was something, I don't know, like I, 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 I'm, I don't want to make it just about her transgender identity because I'm a, a, you know, a great supporter of, of, of all of LGBT and everything else. But I'm, I'm just telling you that I mentioned it because I just thought, man, she seems very, like, she's attractive, and but she's also something very butch. There's like this really intense mix there. And that just makes her, I think, more of a more of, a, of, a, of an attraction, more of a of, of, of something interesting and unique and, and wonderful and and uh, and great in the ring. So that's the most important. She's there to wrestle, not to, you know, have her identity, you know, examined or questioned or, or even confirmed. It's just it's a it's a wrestling show. And high end, of course, we saw her the night before um, versus Mickey James. And one thing I wanted to say, actually, I, actually, I'll, I'll wait on that. I'm going to wait on that to the end. Um, but speaking of Mickey James, uh, she faced Rachel Rose, and that Rachel Rose is a great, great competitor on the independent circuit. You probably also seen her on AEW and a few other different places. It's always great to see her. And I, I, I filmed this match. I was ringside with Rick and Scott, and uh, if you watch the program, you can see us in in uh, in all of our glory. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. And when I filmed it and, and posted it to Twitter, that was the one. Uh, Rachel has a lot of uh, groundswell support. And if you, if you see that match, you'll see why. She's she's fantastic in the ring. Um, great, great match. Back and forth. Great to see what Mickey is up to. And uh, great to see this great upstart. Uh, not upstart. Rachel Rose has been around for a while, but I'm just meaning like she might be new to, 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 to some people. Uh, next, uh, featured Killer Kelly, who I was unfamiliar with and became an instant fan. And she was facing one of my favorites, Alicia Edwards. 
who I just I can't get enough Alicia. I think she's going to be a future champion. I she's just one of those people that's just so magnetic. I can't I love anytime she's in a match or coming to the ring, I'm instantly all in and excited and ready. So that, that's that's star that's that's star quality, that's star power. But there was this great moment where Tasha Steeles had come out, and I guess they were setting up a uh, a uh, like a feud with Killer Kelly, and it was really great. It was right in front of us, and and uh, Tasha's kind of got that Sasha Banks thing kind of happening, but it's it's a little different. She had a bodyguard with her, kind of like Tamina Snuka and all that. But I don't mean to make comparisons or even to suggest that it's some sort of homage or even ripoff. It was it was its own thing. I'm just kind of giving you a roadmap. Um, but I hope that 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 whole feud ensues. I would love to see Tasha uh, and Killer Kelly uh, have a great great rivalry. Uh, the and then it ended with uh, with Black Taurus uh, versus Alex Zane. Uh, there was this whole thing with Mia Yim and Trey Miguel and Laredo Kid and. There's something I need to explain here. I I, I think Rick might have mentioned it on there uh, earlier, but if he didn't, I'm I'm just going to tell you again now. Was that apparently him and Shelton Benjamin are pretty good friends, at least online. And I don't know the connection between Shelton Benjamin and Mia, but it's some sort of inside joke that he tipped Rick off to, so that he could make a sign. You know, a lot of a lot of times Rick will outsource, like he'll. He'll say, hey, man, you know, what's going on with this? What what would be a good, you know, he'll DM certain wrestlers like, hey, what would be a good thing to say here and there to get some inside track there to kind of make them kind of break character or to pop. And for whatever reason, Shelton Benjamin told him, and, and at first I think he might have thought it was a rub on him versus Mia about making something that said like, you know, poopy pants, donkey face or some, some crazy shit. And anyway, and he was like, hey, listen, we need to film this. Can you do that while I do it? And, and we'll send it to, to, to Shelton. So uh, she comes out, and apparently it was some inside joke. Because the minute she saw it, she was laying on the floor in front of us. And not not from the sign, she was, you know, it was a spot. But when she saw it, she was supposed to be injured. And she totally broke character, which is kind of lame on our part. To You know, we should be, you know, not making them try to break character and all that you know, kind of shit. But anyway, so we sent it to Shelton and he loved it and he posted it. And uh, anyway, so if you ever watch, if you happen to see Mia kind of like breaking character, we're very sorry. Anyway, uh, but I would be remiss and I almost thought about not even talking about this or mentioning it uh, whatsoever, but I feel like I'm going to go ahead and say it now. All right. So, okay. Um, reason why I debate it because when you when you when you comment on this stuff, you give life to it that it doesn't need or doesn't deserve, and you become a hypocrite because then it becomes something bigger than than and you're fueling it. No matter what your intentions are, and I can disclaim all day, and I I know that I'm still doing it, and it sucks. It sucks to have to do this because it does sound like a, that that I think that this is a big deal. And it needs to be addressed in some fucking coming to Jesus moment. It isn't. It's dumb. It's stupid. It's unnecessary. And there's so much more bigger shit happening, uh, certainly than this bullshit. Uh, but I, but I, I still feel the need to say something. And here's what I'm going to say. Okay. So after the show on the first night one, we talked to Mickey James. That when I say we, I mean me, and again the Steiner brothers. 
And of course, you know, he is, Rick has endeared himself to so many wrestlers, including Rick Mickey. She made a point to run over and hug him. You might have saw a picture that I took on his feed. I think she shared it as well, where she comes over and gives him this big hug. And it's a, it's a nice moment. And again, me working in TSW, I just met her husband, Nick Aldis, who came to town to wrestle for us at our last big event. So we had, you know, stuff that, you know, in common to chat with. And she's always so great. And I, I don't really know her like he does, but, you know, we're friendly. And she's always a pleasure. And we, you know, we ended up taking some some fun picture because I was wearing my TSW shirt and I wanted the higher ups to see that I was, you know, getting some some good, you know, FaceTime with some stars with our with our product on it. Right. All right. Well, all right. The next night, night two, after the show, um, Rick and I and Scott, we had we had just spoken to Deanna Perrazzo. And, of course, she's working a heel program right now with Chelsea Green. I'm a massive fan of both of these participants, uh, performers, I should say. And I um, think they're doing some of their best work right now. Earlier this year when TSW, I'm sorry, when Impact was in town, I took a picture, same thing, of Rick talking to Deanna, who had, who had like, abandoned a, uh, like, literally abandoned a, meet, a paid meet-and-greet to run over to talk to him for the first time. And I took a picture and let them have it. And, in fact, here this night on Lone Star Stampede, the sign that Rick was holding up was the picture that I took that night. And we had a great chat with her and everything else. So that's why this is so fucking weird to me. Is okay. So after the ship, like like literally just a few minutes later, I guess she and now Chelsea had to go and be part of this meet and greet. And there's a big, you know, long line. And I, I'm trying to use excuses, and people are gonna, you know, they're gonna they're gonna attack this no matter what, and try to pluck and poke holes in it and all that bullshit. But you don't know what's going on in people's lives, and I'm not gonna let people into my personal life. But I should tell you that 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 night. Um, that my little girl was was uh, there's something going on right now that's going to require some some additional attention medically for her, and that was the, the the first night of it. And I shouldn't even have gone to that event. So there's no fucking way anyway I was going to stand in line behind all these. You know, I hate to say it, but and, and that's kind of the point. I think that I think that wrestlers, especially female wrestlers at the independent level, especially, I think that they, I think that they're they have to be nice to the fans. And there are some fans that make it worth it, but I think that it's unfortunate that they're expecting creepiness. They're expecting, they're anticipating grossness. So therefore, they treat, a lot of them treat them, everyone like, you know, guilty until proven innocent instead of the other way around. And I wasn't going to stay in this long-ass fucking line to talk to them. I wanted, I needed to get a press photo to, you know, to promote the event, you know, to, to get the coverage. I needed a photo of them talking to the fans, meaning to the side. Okay, so my only intention was to walk up, still maintain, obviously, a comfortable distance, take a picture of the coverage, of them talking to their fans, and then, and then make it part of our coverage that would, you know, then... In, show the fans, hey, look, you could have this opportunity too, which would then make them some more money. I'm not, I'm, I'm on their side, man. I'm, I'm here to support. Well, anyway, um, when I got up there to do it, like Deanna was like, even though I just spoke to her like three minutes ago and I've met her a hundred times, 
uh, you know, several times that day and the day before and just a few minutes ago. So I, I, she was just, I don't know, she was just staring me down like, who is this fucking creep? And it was just, it was so uncomfortable. And then Chelsea looked over and was like, hey, back the fuck up, bro, whatever. And Anyway, so, okay, all right, well, all right, I, I, don't, I don't fucking care. I don't, I was just trying to give you guys some some coverage. You know, if you want it, great. If you don't, I'm, I do not give a shit. So I headed for the exit. I'd even gotten permission from from Ross Foreman, their uh, their uh, marketing director, beforehand. I said, "Hey, man, because they they don't do. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. It, it's like, you know, I our our my producer spoke to him and sent him an email. He never responded until finally I had to reach out to him." And say, hey Ross, do you want us to cover it? He was like, oh yeah, man. Sorry, I never saw an email. I'll have your stuff waiting for you when I'm, when you know when you get there. Great. I get there, and there's like you know the tickets and stuff. And then, um, and I was like, well, you know, I had a camera and, and and everything else with me, and, and they were like, okay, well, if you're gonna you know since you're media, you're gonna ha- you're gonna have this this like like wristband thing. So that's why I asked him before, and I said, hey, listen, like like you know. It, wearing this wristband, are they gonna know? Are they gonna know who who I am? And is this gonna be cool? And he was like, "Yeah, man, just just do it. Great." So I did it, and that's what happened. All right, I never meant this to be public. I never meant for for anybody to know anything about this. But when I turned in my my SD card, those pictures were on there, and uh, a member of our production team um, took it upon themselves on our this is wrestling feed, which I hope you're following, which is just T H I S. Uh, is this is wrestling just w r e s t l i n uh did something to the, to the, along the lines i guess they were pissed off about, about it and said you know despite you know our photographer or our host whatever wearing you know the right credentials um and everything else this was the reception that we received and it's kind of a and it's like a, I gotta be honest, it's a born fucking meme. I'll be surprised if this doesn't <laughs> become a meme where, because it's just so perfect of her going, hey, back up, bro. I could totally see people responding, you know, like how people like to respond with memes, whatever. Anyway, and I was kind of like, oh, fuck. All right. Yeah, I, I did really didn't want you to do that. You should go ahead and delete that. But then I saw the response from Chelsea and Diana. And it really fucking pissed me off, man. Like it, it, it was so unfair and and, and mean spirited, and 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 most importantly, not fucking true. And then, of course, I don't give a shit about the online crap. But thank God I'm a resilient person with thick skin, because man, it was brutal. People didn't know they don't know jack shit about me or anything else, and they were just vicious and brutal and like oh, okay whatever that's not why i don't give a shit but i just thought you know there's there's people of public re- repute that are saying unfactual things and also just it wasn't it was just so unwelcoming and so unfriendly and most importantly unnecessary and because of it you know i might not be back and and and, and i'm sure they don't give a shit and 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 that's fine and and i don't really give a shit either so it's unfortunate we have to end on some sour grapes here, but I just wanted to read to you. I had this also happened before Labor Day weekend, so I kind of had this kind of prepared statement uh, because I didn't even know any of this was going on. I was at I was gone. So anyway, uh, 
So here's what I have to say to Chelsea Green and Deanna Perrazzo. All right. First, I mentioned, like I said before, I said, I'm not who posted. Um, excuse me. I'm going to bring this a little closer so you can hear my voice a little better. I'm not who posted this. Our producer did. But I am the photographer who took this picture. Initially, I asked her to delete it. But I never meant this to be public. But after the inaccurate and quite frankly unfair response from both Diano and Chelsea, I said, leave it and I'll deal with it after Labor Day. And this is me dealing with it. First, Diana, this is what she wrote. Perhaps next time you're doing media. And she wrote media in quotation marks, meaning like, you're not really media. Oh, oh yeah. Well, okay. Then, you know. Why did I leave my ill two-year-old to come all the way down to fucking Dallas and pay for parking to go up there where there were tickets and, and credentials waiting for me under my name and I'm talking into a microphone right now and I we've got six figures of fucking subscribers uh, across every platform. So, I mean, whatever your definition of media is, I mean, I don't know why I have to defend this, but it's like already... You're not media. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like it's already this, you know, uh, suspicious thing. That's fucking rude and unfair and, and uncalled for and completely unwarranted. Um, Perhaps next time you're doing, you know, media, you should introduce yourself first and let talent know what exactly you'll be taking photos for instead of standing to the side taking unflattering photos from the side behind women. Doesn't that sound like somebody that's just, anybody that's, that comes up to them is just automatically a fucking creep and suspicious and fuck all and I've gotta be, you know, come on man. I walked up there, I was pointing at my fucking bracelet, my, my wristband. I was pointing to the camera. I, I just fucking spoken to her like three minutes ago. Anyway, uh, so, Here's my response that I wrote. I said, the snarky quotation marks around the word media. We are a legitimate news source and cover hundreds of events each year all over the country. So this is already unwelcoming and met with suspicion. Two, we have met at least a dozen times this year above uh, this year alone and had spoken on three separate occasions that day. And a few times the day before. I was with I was there ringside with my buddy Rick the sign guy and we had just chatted a few minutes with you before this photo was taken. I meet a lot of people too, man. I get it. But if every time I meet Diana, even if it's three minutes later, it's gonna be like the first time, there's not jack shit I can do about that. That's on you, man. I I meet a lot of people too. I was on tour two hundred and fifty days out of the fucking year for two, for, for ten years. But if you're going to, if I'm going to meet you a dozen times in a year and a half a dozen times in 48 hours and then three minutes later, I have to do it all over again. That fuck you. That's that's on you. I don't I don't give a shit. Uh, anyway, uh, two standing to the side. Well, yeah, I was standing to the side to be, you know, out of the way of the fans in line and B, I was trying to get the angle of them meeting the fans and it wasn't meant to be unflattering in any way let's move on to chelsea she wrote hold up you did not receive a media pass well i did 
Uh, and I'd be happy to privately screenshot you or anybody else that would like it. My text conversation with Ross Foreman prior to the event confirming my credentials. Thank you. Two, you ran away after I confronted you in that moment. Now, this is what really pissed me off. Deanna was, as snarky as it was, seemed to try to be a little civil, if not just ultimately immature. But this is patently fucking false. And I said, despite your reaction, I walked right up to you, and I did. And I said, my apologies, I'm with This Is Wrestling, and received permission from Ross as I'm fucking pointing at him. He was right there. To snap a quick photo of you meeting your fans. And she turned her fucking back to me as I was talking to her. I walked right up to her and she turned her back on me and she's telling people that I ran away like some fucking coward. Fuck you, man. That's so rude and so wrong and so... It's not even fucking... It's not even accurate. And I would normally not talk like this. I would normally would still try to be civil and be like, well, this is just a big misunderstanding. And, you know, let me explain. And, you know, let's not have, you know, burn bridges and scorched earth. And, and you know, fuck all that. If you're going to talk this way in a public forum, where you know nothing what you're talking about and saying rude, unfair shit, eager to be fucking rude, eager to bury it then you know what? Then fuck off. I don't care. Uh, what else? She says, nobody gets to budge in front of paying fans to take photos of me and my co-workers without consent. And you could tell she was real fucking proud of herself when she wrote this. One, there was no budging. I did my best to stay far to the side once again, out of the way from the fans and keep a respectable dif- distance from them both while I was still framing the shot. Again, the point of the photo was to get a shot of the two of them meeting the fans to encourage other fans to do so at future events, i.e. to make you more money. While doing my job and supporting the two of you who I was personally, previously, a big fan of your work. Either you want this coverage or you do not. We are fine either way. We'll see you next week. And I'm talking about our fans, not fucking Chelsea Green and Deanna Perrazzo. Ring the bell. That does it for us this week. We hope you had a slamming good time and be sure to join us next week for more in-ring action. This has been a presentation of Tricky Kid Media Originals, distributed by iHeartRadio, created and directed by Roy Turner, edited and mastered by Marcus Miller, theme music by The Buck Pets, original score by Jocelyn Hunt, artwork by Antora Sandy, marketing and PR by Francesca Miles. Tricky Kid Radio is hosted by Roy Turner with introductions by me, Dana French. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us next week.